This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. We're going to switch gears, though, and talk about uh, something that, you know, we we do quite regularly here on the show. And really and truly, I should have uh, set this up, but I didn't. If, if I had been prepared, I'd play for you the space intro, but I don't. I don't have it ready, but we're talking about space. We're talking about a moon mission because next Monday, for the first time in 50 years, believe it or not, a rocket is going to blast off headed for the moon. And the first steps in a program that um, not only will see astronauts back on the surface of the moon, but long-term planning, astronauts uh, heading to Mars. So let's find out exactly what's going on with the Artemis program, if I'm saying that correctly. Ken Podwalski is joining us, the Executive Director of Space Exploration and the Lunar Gateway Program Manager at the Canadian Space Agency. Ken, thank you for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Happy to be here, Shay. How are you? Good, good. Uh, excited to, for this conversation. Is, is it the Artemis Program? Am I saying that correctly? Uh, you got that right. I mean, I do want to go back to the IKEA thing. Oh, yeah, but, okay. Uh, we, can, we can talk about the Artemis. Okay, hang on. Now, <laughs> as a director of the Canadian Space Agency Lunar Program, I imagine you're a very highly educated and extremely intelligent person, right? I think... People might say some of that. I mean, what, what I'm not of, sure everybody says that. What but. <laughs> degrees do we have here, Ken? Um, I've got a master's in aerospace engineering. Okay, that qualifies. You don't? Do you like IKEA, or do you find IKEA to be very frustrating? I think you just need to know how to play the game. I think you go in, you follow the hours, you look for the shortcuts, and you do what you got to do, and you can do you can do it efficiently. See, but I don't have you the degree that allows me to look for the shortcuts. That's the problem that I encounter. <laughs> All right, back to the Artemis program. Yeah, it starts next week, right? The launch is next week. Tell us about this mission that takes off next Monday. All right, well, I mean, I'm not going to say it starts next week. I think this is an exciting and uh, vanguard uh, milestone for that program. I mean, Artemis has been going on for a while now. Uh, so, as you know, our U.S. friends uh, kicked off that initiative to go back to the moon. They pulled in the partners. Uh, they looked at the people. They looked for the people that they that they feel they work the best with. So that's the Europeans, Japanese, and the Canadians, of course. And uh, the reason they like working with Canadians is because we get things done. Yeah, we have uh, a we our legacy is very well documented. We we're involved in so many programs. I mean, we got some bragging to do when it comes to our space program, don't we? Big time. I, I I cannot agree more with that statement. We we are fantastic go-to partners in space programs, right? So we don't have the big rockets, uh, but we've got a lot of other cool stuff in terms of the science we do, the Earth Earth observation, the satellite capabilities, communication. Uh oh, Ken, are you there? Sorry, you broke up for a second, Ken. I think you're back now. Though. Got you. Uh, with, oh, sorry, did I cut out there? Yeah, I'm you sorry. cut out for a sec, but you're back. Yeah, so, you know, with the with the space robot. Okay, lost, Ken. Okay, <laughs> you, you're breaking up, but I think you're back. We'll try this one more time. If it breaks up, we'll try it again. Get, okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so we managed to be, become a partner in the Gateway program, and we're going to have a Canadarm3 on the Gateway vehicle that'll be orbiting the moon. Okay. So what we've got here is we've got Artemis 1 is going to be a big deal for NASA and for actually for our European friends as well because they've got a service module that's actually going to be carrying that that Orion module all the or that Orion capsule all the way around the moon and back. 
So these guys have their proving ground to be done. And then two years after that, we're going to actually have a Canadian astronaut, right, on Artemis II. And that is going to be the furthest that any human has ever been from the planet. And that makes Canada the second international partner out there to go into deep space. Awesome. Amazing. Now, you mentioned Canada Arm 3, and we know uh, we've talked about the other ones uh, over the years and how, you know, it's been part of, I think, even stamps and coins and all kinds of things. Is that is that is that our thing? Is is it making these robotic arms? Is that what we're called upon to do time and time again? Well, I always go back to my potato salad speech on this, right? Okay. So you get invited to the party. People want you to come to the party for the reason, right? Yeah. The reason we get invited is we do the great potato salad. We do space robotics like nobody else, right? So that's what we're bringing to the table. Now, we're bringing we're going to do Canada Arm Three. But we've also got a couple other things going on in terms of programs, like we've got a Lunar Exploration Accelerator program, this LEAP program. So we Okay, we, we lost Ken again. Okay, you're back, sorry. Other... <laughs> okay, Ken keeps breaking up. I put him back on hold. Sarah says put him back on hold. She's going to call him back, and we're going to try and get this set up. Um yeah, it's pretty cool. The Artemis program, as we said, takes off next Monday. Um, and, and this initial one is sort of, uh, as Ken said, sort of, uh, I'm not going to say fact-finding, but they sort of, they're doing a loop around the moon coming back. But eventually, the ultimate goal here is to have um, astronauts back on the moon and then long-term, and I'm going to ask Ken about this if we get them back, um, in terms of putting astronauts on Mars and how these program is 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 scheduled to roll out over the years because i think we're two or three years away from uh, astronauts actually heading to the moon which we haven't done believe it or not we haven't had a mission head to the moon since 1972 it's been 50 years you know we we put a man on the moon in 69 uh and then you know in 72 we still had missions that were headed out that way of course but we haven't gone back in in some 50 years so this will be the first time we've done it in a long time. And as he said, uh, this mission will have um, astronauts farther out into deep space than we have ever had before. Okay, let's get Ken back on the air here. Hi, Ken. I appreciate you sticking with this and trying again. Thanks so much. Yeah, sorry about that. That might be my phone that uh, that's uh, that's copping out there. Oh, what happens all the time? That's technology. So, listen. This this program starts with uh, well, as you said, doesn't start. It's been there's been a long lead up to this, but the the first rocket takes off on Monday, and then ultimately the goal is to get astronauts on the surface of the moon again. That's in two or three years is the plan. Yeah. So basically, what we'll be doing, and you know, the the SLS rocket, the Orion capsule. Uh, you know, what they're doing at the Kennedy Space Center in terms of the ground facilities and infrastructure, what the Europeans are doing in terms of the service module, what the, uh, you know, the group of international partners are doing with the gateway vehicle that will be orbiting the moon. This is all about putting together an infrastructure right. that allows humans to go back to the moon in a sustainable way. So right. to go there, spend time there. And as we go and spend time there and we learn how to live in deep space and how to, how to survive as a species on a different body, then you start getting into the conversations about, well, now let's use this to practice on how we're going to get to Mars. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. 
From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Right, exactly. Now, they're actually talking, part of this program is to build a lunar base, correct? Like like you say, an operations base. Correct. So the, the gateway is actually going to be a vehicle flying around in an orbit around the moon. Yep. And then from there, we'll be able to, you know, you have to think of it like a like a staging ground, like uh, like like St. Louis was to breaking out into the West. Right. Yep. And and there's no coincidence, by the way, that the, the symbol on the gateway uh, logo is an arch. Right. It's the it's that it's that gateway to, you know, to to to, to the next to the next land, if you will. Right. So if you've got a staging ground where you can bring together all your supplies and your vehicles and configure yourself there and then go down for surface missions, it then becomes a much more practical approach to actually being able to build up an infrastructure on the lunar surface. And now we start talking about habitats. We start talking about rovers. We start talking about ideas like growing food there. Okay. And so all this and the idea that if you can do that on the moon, well, then we've got a credible proving ground for how we would do it when we want to go to Mars. So it's it, we're not at a point where we're saying, okay, so we'll do this by 2024, 25, we'll start this project, and then by even 2050, we'll have somebody on Mars. It's all sort of, we're, it's taking steps in that direction, and that's the ultimate aspirational goal. You got it, Shay. Gotcha. Okay. Now, the question we often like to ask when we talk about all these space missions, and people always say, so what? What do we get out of this? We, there's huge benefits to us down on Earth because of previous space missions. We can talk about the Canada arm, things like that. But what we discover and what we learn through this kind of space exploration pays off for all of us, right? I absolutely agree with that. I can't make that point any stronger. I think... When it comes to, and I mean, I'm going to use myself as an example here, right? And say, you know, all I ever wanted to do was work on these space projects and do the things that I do, right? And I get to make, I get to make statements like, you know, I help build space stations. Um, that, to me, was an inspiration. It, it drove me into higher education. And when we get on board with these programs and we, we go for these lofty goals, we drive ourselves as a nation forward right. because... Our youth wants to get into these STEM programs. They want to do cutting-edge stuff. They want to innovate, right? When we put this out to our industry, and industry has to deliver design solutions that meet very tough requirements, really tough stuff, right? This drives them to come forward with new solutions, new technologies, and it doesn't just apply to space. A lot of this stuff spins off to, you know, day-to-day electronics and tools that we use, right? Um, this is this is how we push things forward. This is how we evolve, and this is how we come become more and more capable as a nation. And then when I step out to the big picture and say, if as a species humanity is going to Mars, right? People will ask the question and say, should Canada be there? And the answer has to be yes. We deserve to be there. 
we've earned our place there. Right. Yeah. So why wouldn't we do it? And and build on, as you say, that proud history that we have. And, you know, like you say, it translates that technology. I mean, I was reading something where, you know, some of the technology, we've been talking about the Canada Arm and, and how influential that's been. And some of that same technology that was developed for use in space is now used to do robotic surgeries down here on Earth. That's an absolute true statement. So, I mean, a direct translation to... What's the payoff? What is it? Well, that's the benefit right there. Um, we'll continue to follow this mission along, Ken, and check in with you as it as uh, as it develops and see how things work out. Excellent. I look forward to those conversations. Hey, I got one more thing for you. Yeah, go ahead. Um, my wife and I have family out in Alberta, so a big shout out to the Podwalskis and the Lipkis and the Dungans out there. Okay. Where are they in Alberta? Do you know. Uh, I've got family in uh, in Edmonton, and my wife has family in. Or so I have family in Calgary. My wife has uh, family in Edmonton. Gotcha. Okay. I hope they're listening. Thanks, Ken. All right. Thanks very much, Jay. Talk to you later. That is Cheers. Ken Podwalski. Ken is the executive director of space exploration and the Lunar Gateway program manager at the Canadian Space Agency.